So I'm Jazz. This is Ken. For those of y'all that don't know, we are married. Remember, ladies and gentlemen, if you're going to plot, pray. You have to plot and pray. You just can't pray. Remember, God helps those who help themselves. Mm-hmm. We love Ken, but <laughs> we need to go back to work. We, we as friends. <laughs> you need to find something to do. Yo, yo, what's happening, beautiful people? We haven't recorded in a while. Welcome back. It's been welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. It is summertime. It is, and we haven't recorded like in a minute. I think it feels like it's been it's been a couple of weeks, but we've, yeah, we've been, we've been busy. <laughs> we've been shaking and moving. Literally, some of us literally have been moving. Mm-hmm. I have been, but Ken has been moving. Yeah, we've been moving and he got him and traveling. And he got him a traditional studio apartment, which to me doesn't look like a studio. Like when I think of a studio, mm-hmm. your apartment is not what I think of as a studio. It's to be considered quote unquote a studio. It's pretty big. It reminds me of like a loft, just because yeah. like the walls don't go all the way up to the ceiling. Yeah, yeah. But they have like sections, like you have like dividers. Yeah, but it fits. You have walls. Yeah, there yeah. we go. But it fits everything. Like to have everything just in one big room is. That's what I thought was gonna be everything in one big room. Nah, 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 nah. That's really what I thought. Is that considered like a traditional studio? Where everything is just I think so. Everything is just in like one a, room. One yeah, room that's what I was thinking for it to be like just one massive wall. Of, so that way you just have like your bed, your couch, and boom, kitchen. But at least here you have like your just living area plus your little nook for your desk. It's just one big ass rectangle. Yeah. Only thing you need now for your kitchen is like a little small little like prep space thingy. Mm-hmm. You can also store stuff there too. Those used to be cheap, but things are now getting, things are still expensive. <laughs> the price of wood came down, but shit's still expensive. Shit's still expensive. First it was the price of wood, now it's inflation. Seriously, it's ridiculous. We know what we know what was cheap though. Not cheap, but was very affordable. What? Our vacation to Canada. That's where we've been. We went back to the Canadian Grand Prix again this year. This is how we did extra stuff versus just going to like the race. But we spent more time there. So we spent a lot more time there. For those that don't know, it's in Montreal, Canada. Mm-hmm. Uh we went last year. We spent, I think, what was it, three days there? Four days. Four? Yeah, we got there Thursday. No, well, it's a lie. So, we, were, believe, we spent five days in Canada. Mm-hmm. Toronto one day to the train from Toronto to Montreal. We are in Montreal for four days, Thursday through Monday. Right. This time, we did Montreal Tuesday through Monday. So, yeah. almost like a full week. Mm-hmm. And it was fun. It was I, a blast. Like, thoroughly enjoyed myself. The food was good. The, pe- the people, the, the, they are friendly. No folks friendly. Uh, they were super friendly, and like we had a really good time. And I oh, some old Gucci. Like I mean, we heard Gucci because we were in a part of neighborhood, neighborhood that was a little sketch. I wouldn't even say sketch. It just it wasn't the best part of Montreal. But that's like every major city, though. You're gonna have those places that like where the sun doesn't touch. I heard Mufasa. <laughs> but yeah, it, that old Gucci threw me for a loop. But it was it was good. Like the food, like. Even the basic food was delicious. Yeah, like so, like our first time there, Jazz wanted to check out. I wanted to check out the McDonald's. She wanted to check out the Krispy Kreme. Yeah, we still haven't done the Krispy Kreme, but this time around, we checked out the McDonald's. First of all, their McDonald's menu is way more extensive than the one here in America. Yes. They first of all, they got poutine. If you don't know what poutine is, look it up. It's a Canadian staple. <laughs> um, and they also have like they also Montreal's known for their bread, like their bagels. 
And so they have bagel, legit different types of bagel sandwiches you can get for breakfast. The snack wrap is back over there, mm-hmm. but it's like way more better. Like they that added extra not, stuff. That was not a snack. That thing was huge. It was huge. It was big. It was a legit was a chicken burrito. wrap. That was a burrito. It was a legit chicken wrap. And I got like a sweet chili chicken wrap. Um, so that was really good. The fries pretty much taste the same as they do here in the States. I'll say that. I reverted back to my childhood and I got a 10 piece chicken nugget. But my stomach <laughs> didn't hurt after I ate it, though. No. Let me just say that. And oh, and they, and they still got that strong ass Sprite in, at, oh, yeah. at the McDonald's. The, the, the Sprite, I think it's I strong. mean, it ain't changed. I'm sorry. Yeah, they say the Sprite's the same. Like the McDonald's Sprite is the same in Canada as it is in the States. Mm. The fries are the same. Yeah, the food, it was, uh, it, I, I got a 10 piece nugget, fries, and a Sprite, and it tastes like my childhood. Like, <laughs> When I think of McDonald's, I think of the 90s. Like, I think to how food used to taste when we were kids. And that's exactly how this stuff tastes. And I told, and I, I told Jazz, I was like, yo, this is good. But I, am, I, and I haven't had a meal from McDonald's in almost 10 years. Yeah, I haven't eaten like a legit meal from McDonald's in years. Yeah, I just don't. It's like, been a while. The only fast food restaurant I frequent is Chick-fil-A. And I don't even frequent that. And, uh, like, it, I was like, this tastes... This brought back memories, but I'm 100% okay with never eating this again. It was a good, like, okay, once in, not once in a lifetime, but oh, okay, I can do this for like right now, but I could probably won't do this for another, like 10 years. <laughs> 10 to 20? Good. Like another 10, 20 years. It's, it's like, hey, this is reminding me of an experience I had, and mm-hmm. it's, it's okay, but this ain't bringing nothing new. So we started the bar low with food oh, yeah. in Montreal by going to McDonald's. And then, oh, we also kind of started off with a little controversy going to Canada. So when we arrived in Canada, I realized that my passport got wet. It got, oh, yeah. I'm not going to say it got slightly damaged. It just got the Clorox wipes that we used to wipe the seats down. And my boarding pass were in the same pouch of my little, like my little uh, sling bag that I have. And so the Clor- I thought I had closed the Clorox wipe little thing. Apparently, like, some of the Clorox had leaked out, got yeah. on my passport. They also got on my boarding pass. So, some of the boarding pass, like, rubbed off on my, like, on the front part of the pass. Like, the important part where your picture and your passport number is. And so, I was like, fuck. Because they say your And now, some of the ink has started, like, leaking through my passport. So, like, some of the stuff on my, some of my pages started to show, like, the ink getting wet. It basically just bled and showed that it yeah, was wet. Yes. And one of the number one things they say not to do is get your passport wet. Once your passport is wet, they say it's deemed ineligible. And I was like, oh, fuck. So I made it through customs in Canada because I was like, oh, I'm so sorry I got my passport wet. She goes, baby, you fine. She said, baby, you fine. She's like, it's okay. So I was like, hey, let's go to, I looked up the embassy. It's only a 15 minute walk from the hotel. Ken was like, you're fine. You're fine. And I was like, well, Ken, you never know. I don't want to stay. have to stay here if I don't have to stay here. Mm-hmm. Now, let's go to the embassy and see if they can get me emergency passport. Let's be on the safe side. Go to the embassy. First, they were like, oh, we don't think nothing is wrong with it. Like the security guard, dude. And he was like, wait, I see like the red stuff that rubbed off from your boarding pass. Because their Canada's boarding pass is red and white. Some of the red ink had rubbed off onto my passport on the picture part. So like the important part. And he's like, let's just go. He's like, I'm going to go ahead and have them call you up there to see about your passport. Get up there. Both people, both, first off, they had me pretty much. So this is how, this is my first time ever in U.S. embassies. So Ken couldn't come with me. I had to. I stood outside in the rain. Yes, he did. I had to take, it wasn't raining though when we got there. 
it started to rain while you was inside. Oh, sorry. It was stopped by the time I came out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but so Watch your own weather. So when I got there, I had to take out all of my electronics. I had to take my Apple Watch off. Had to take my phone, my AirPods, the charger that I use for my iPhone, and I had to put it in a locker. I had to go through security. Then they were like, okay, here's a key. We can go upstairs, go to room number 10. Okay, get up there, room number 10. There are no lights on. I had to turn the lights on in the room. Yeah. And I was just sitting there by myself for like 10 minutes, no, 15 minutes before somebody even acknowledged that I was like up there. And they were like, let's see. They were like, your passport looks fine. It looks fine. Like, you should be fine. So like, work case, just come up here Monday. It will give you a new one. I was like, in my mind, yo, close on Monday because it's Juneteenth. So let me tell you this too. U.S. Embassy, doesn't matter what country you're in, they still celebrate U.S. holidays. Federal holidays. Federal holidays. They are closed. Mm-hmm. They were closed on Monday. And so, but like her and some other black chick were like, you should be fine. You're good. And the black and, and the black woman, she was so funny. She was like, listen, once you step foot on American soil, like if you get off the plane, they cannot deny you entry into America. That's one thing about being American. And I said, girl, being black from America is probably the only time I'm happy to say I'm from America. And she laughed. Got a good little laugh about that. <laughs> so it's still in the back of my mind, like everybody can, anybody can tell me you're fine, you're fine. But in the day, it's up to the customs agent and the flight attendant. Because those two people have the, like, really the flight attendant has, like, the power to say, we can't let you on this plane. Which I think is bullshit. But, you know, some people have that. People get a power trip. And I'm on Reddit, like, that whole day. People have said they put their passport through the washer. They've done this. They've done that. And it still still works. I don't know too many Canadians that be power tripping. Well, it's just like the airline itself. And also, from what I read, Air Canada was very notorious about these passports. And I was like, fuck, we're flying Air Canada. It had to be the people to put that shit through the washing machine. Well, I don't know. I know. Some lady was saying that, like, she had, it got wet, but she, it got, it wasn't water that spilled on it. It was something, oil. She had got her body oil. It had got on it. Ooh. And she said it was fine, but three months later, her her passport paper felt like snakeskin. So they wouldn't let her board her flight, leaving, I think, Costa Rica or whatever. She was in Costa Rica for three months? No, 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 no. She was traveling. So she said over the course of three months. So she's been in and out traveling over these three months. Mm. And it was that country. She said everybody's different. It depends mm. on the person you get. So that's why I was like, well, I mean, because this is the last trip I have of this passport anyway, because it expires February of next year. So I'm getting my passport renewed pretty soon. But anywho, so in back of my mind, I'm like, well, shit, like they can they can deny me. They can deny me. So fast forward, we get to the we get back to the airport on Monday, on Juneteenth. And I'm like, OK, moment of truth, moment of truth here. We get through customs because we both have global entry. By the way, if you don't have global entry, you should totally get that. You don't have to really go through customs with it. And it also includes pre-check. So I, it's a great $100 investment. I'm just saying. Ken, wouldn't you agree? It's coming handy. <laughs> it was like your... Yes. <laughs> it's coming handy. So with Canada, they participate with global entry. Since, you know, Canada and U.S. are like neighbors. So we go up to the global entry kiosk. This part freaked me the fuck out. Okay, so they scan my face. So they scan my biometrics or whatever. And then I go up to the passport control person. He hasn't even asked for my passport. 
He's like, hey, Jasmine. Hi, Miss Jasmine. No, I said, hi, Miss Coffee Dunning. How are you doing? I said, how the fuck you know my name, sir? I didn't give you that nan information about me. You just Because t- you just took a whole photograph. And they, apparently from that photograph, they got all my information. Yeah. I'm trying to remember, did I take a photo for Global Entry? But I did because I have it on my picture. I have a Global Entry card. So he didn't even ask my passport. But Ken got stopped for his passport. I didn't get stopped for mine. So I'm like, whoo, okay, but through customs. They didn't even look at your shit. They didn't look at none of my stuff. It wasn't until we got to Air Canada and they had to call both of us up there. One, because I always do Ken's pre, since Ken has a peanut allergy when we fly, obviously I have to notify the, all the airlines. And then I always ask, can we pre-board? So that way we can wipe the seat down and do what we need to do. So that way to prevent him from having allergic reaction. Yeah. So, of course, I alerted Air Canada about that, like, weeks in advance. So, we have, they, they called us up there and asked for our passports. And I was like, okay, here we go. Fine. She scanned it. It worked. Fine. Then she asked for it again, though, when we, when we board. They always ask your passport. You hate this shit. Whenever you board international flight, they ask your passport and your boarding pass. Ma'am, if I met the security, obviously, it's me at this point. It's me. That's how I feel about it. Like, it's me at this point. Like, come on. Like, they... They, like, call everybody that's on the flight that I feel like is not from there. Yes. So, they're like, hey, can you come back up here so I can scan your thing? It's like, this shit's been scanned by, like, four different people already. Like, maybe it's me. It is me. Okay. I am I am she. I am her. But long story short, I was able to make it on the plane, and we made it back to the States. And I will say, Air Canada has had a lot of shit happen to them, but we have not had any issues, knock on wood, with Air Canada yet. Like the one time we had to check our luggage last year and I said, we ain't doing that shit this year. I did weeks of research on what luggage will, will like get us through without having to check anything. Cause we did carry ons and Ken will know I did my research. He, he would come here and was like, why are you watching these luggage review videos? So we ain't got to check our shit. Cause Air Canada has been known to lose your luggage, but a lot of airlines have been known to lose your luggage. But Air Canada has been pretty, pretty infamous about it now. And so I was like, no. So we, so our luggage we used was Mono's. It's kind of better than away luggage because their carry-on actually fits all international sizes. So if you do have any international plans, definitely do it. Definitely get Mono's luggage. Like they, I like it. Ken liked it too. Tell people how you like. <laughs> Tell people it. how I liked it. Yes. It was uh, it was how can I say it? It was convenient. Uh. Considering how long we were there for and the size of the bag and actually having to, man, she had packing cubes, all kind of shit. And I so, did. Like having to strategically put stuff into certain compartments, like it, it took a lot of thought logistically that I wasn't necessarily used to, but it, it worked like it fit in the overhead bin, didn't have any problems with it. Uh, with no problems with it trying to fit into the, what's the little model thing they use? It looked like a little cage. Oh, talking about the suit, the sizer, yeah, the suitcase the, sizer. Yeah, the suit Kim was like, "I don't think it's gonna fit." It's like, "It's gonna fit." Watch. Yeah. I did my, I did my research. I measured it. I, I can't. I only got out a damn. Uh, what do you call that thing? A tape measure. Tape measure. Yeah. So I went and tried to fit mine. She was like, "I want to see if mine fit too." I'm like, Even though we got the exact same luggage. Yeah, but I was like, "Mine's actually the one that's bulging." I, I think you just want to play with this. That's my prove a point. What point are you trying to prove? That it all fits. I mean, the point was made when it fit. But, yeah, that luggage and all that stuff, I'm not, I'll say I'm not privy to. But, so, it was uh, it was cool to see. 
everything fit. Uh, I would say definitely be aware of the clothes that you wear and yes. the stuff that you buy because it might not fit. It might not. No. On the way back. <laughs> Yeah, Ken had to do some maneuvering. We bought some stuff while we were there. Yeah. And luckily, we had we also had backpacks, too. And also, Air Canada is so strict, too, with their personal items. Like, their personal item size is smaller than any other airline, well, which they, is crazy. They, they run smaller planes. I was cracking my feet. Oh. But, yeah, they do run. like Well, they, they so the planes that we flew on from Air Canada, from Atlanta to Montreal, we always get the small two-seater. They also have big, like, Airbuses. I haven't seen the big ones. And they have Boeings. It's just because, like, I mean, where we're flying to, they just, it's the same plane that you, they just go back and forth, back and forth, well, that's fair. back and forth. I guess I, 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 I retract my statement. Yeah. I say that just because the only time I've been there, they've been on these little-ass mm-hmm. planes. Which I appreciate, though, because I like the two-seater. Like, I hate three-seating planes. The, uh, I, I don't know, man. I think this is weird. But we are flying a three-seater. We are going three-seat by three-seat plane. We're flying Southwest. Hopefully, Southwest don't piss me off like, like, like they did my birthday. And they don't piss me off. like So, for our anniversary, we're going to L.A. And, oh, speaking of that. So, with the trip, though, we pay most of it. Like, 75% of the travel costs were by via credit card points. Or points that we earn from hotel stays. So, we did two days at Homewood Suites. Like our first like two days of just touring Montreal, they did the rest of the days in at the Hyatt because I wanted to stay at a hotel that's right next to the train, next to the metro station. Cause that's how we got to the track and back, well the racetrack and back is the metro station. Mm-hmm. The Hyatt was clutch because the metro station was literally attached to the hotel. Did not have to go outside. Mm-hmm. It was like part of like a little food court area. Yeah, and apparently they closed that thing on the weekends. Yeah, which is weird. So weird to me. Yeah, but, but uh. But really, the trip was nice. Uh, going around, it, it's a very walkable city. Very walkable. We walked like hell. We walked thirty. We walked. We did a thirty-five minute walk to get some Caribbean food. Yeah, we, and that Caribbean food was so good. If y'all ever in Montreal, Mango Bay. Yeah, we. Uh, I said we walked probably about ten. I say at at least ten miles a day. Yes, we did. And, we uh, really did. It's like you walk to go get dinner. You don't. You've worked up mm-hmm. appetite. Then you eat, and then you walk back, and you walked it off. So it was a. Uh, it was cool. Yeah. Uh, like the little nightlife scene, like between the little bars and restaurants we went to, like we went to this really cool spot. Uh, oh, I can't, I can see the end of it. It was at Le Mal Necessary. Yeah. you talking about the one, about the tiki bar that we went to. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the one that made my drink with Drake's face on it. Oh yeah. You had that, what they call it? The champagne poppy. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like it, it was interesting, but like it's the flavors that they so much things highlight. are fresher up yeah. there. Yeah, it was the flavors they chose to highlight in the cocktail that was good. And then they, you had something that essentially was like a tropical Coke. I did. It was really good. Yeah. It was really yeah. good. It was very, like, I was impressed. Yeah, we ate good. We drank good. And then also the cool thing about Canada is, like, I'll look at the price of something and be like, and I do convert it in my head to U.S. dollars. Like, oh, okay, it's much cheaper than I thought it was going to be. That was Pretty. That was pretty much the best to highlight. Like we had like a like one of the meals we had was like a hundred and something dollars with tip. I look at it on my card once it got converted, eighty bucks. Went to and that this, includes drinks. Went to this Indian spot that might have had the best Indian food I think I've ever had. Oh, it was so good. And, then, and I made reservations for that. I made reservations for two of the restaurants that night just because it was like race weekend, so it's best to make reservations that way you don't have to wait for a long time. But yes, it was that food was good. I literally typed in Indian restaurants near our hotel, and that one popped up. 
So it was really good. Mm-hmm. Also, I had for the first time, I had chicken quesadilla with pineapple inside of it. That was good. Yeah. And the thing that I'm noticing really just with, I'll say, it's restaurants like that, they don't cater the food to the palates of the people that's there. Like They, they don't cater the food to white people. I mean, I wasn't going to say all that, but it's like they didn't, they catered their food to, I guess, where it's to from. To their culture. Yeah, to like where it's from. So it's like, that that stuff had a kick, like it, it hit every taste bud. It did. It was really good. Um, I can tell you the name of the Indian spot we went to. I don't got to look at my reservations. I mean, I wasn't trying to go through a list of every place. That I know, but to, I just want to make sure I highlight like the good places that we went, like, you know what I mean? Like the... This place is like really good. Mm-hmm. You be talking about me, and I see that's that's why. I and and Ken be saving his stuff on his like Google Maps. I'm yeah. like, how you do that? It's like no, you pull up Maps, uh, pull it up, and hit save. And so when you zoom out, you can see every place that you saved. So it's kind of interesting to see every place that I've been. Yeah, I think that's pretty cool. Was you're able to see like all the places you've been, places you visited. Well, I'll say the place that I felt were worth remembering. Yes, yes. But. Yeah, we met some really cool people. The I ain't a lot of French still threw me for a loop, but you can they would like, they you can pick up on it though. Like like yeah. the, like the longer you're there, you can pick up on what they're saying. Yeah, you can pick up on a lot of stuff. That they're yes, saying. and it's like they do appreciate when you try. They do. They're like because Ken tried with the, with the French with the pickles. She was like, "Oh, you did." It. She said, "Good job." Yeah, That's she was right. like, "Oh, you just swapped." It. I wasn't expecting that, and I, I realized I should have said "sans" or "sans" versus "no." <laughs> You know, um, oh, it was called Le 409. So the 409. Yeah. That's what we had. That's the Indian spot. It was really good. Drinks were good. Food was good. And it rained that day because I was like, Ken, I'm not walking. We're taking an Uber. Because it had rained that entire Tired day. day. What was it, Saturday? Mm, yes. It was Saturday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It rained Friday and Saturday. Well, like. it was on again, off again Friday. And that's what throws me off about the weather. I'm used to it <laughs> raining. And the sun coming out and it being a sauna outside. There, it's it, cold. Would, it would start as a drizzle. And then it'll pick up between the drizzle and like not even a hard rain. And it'll just be like that. And then it'll go back to drizzling and then go right back to what it was doing. Yeah. And then the sun comes out the next day. And, it's, and then it's like a whole nother weather. It's like a whole new day. It's a whole new season. It's, it's <laughs> very interesting. Oh, and then we really didn't experience any of the air quality problems. Even though there was like a smog alert while we were there because the wildfires and stuff we really did not experience mm. to me this this air felt great we like, walked around a lot this air clear i was like shit a small warning in birmingham you see a haze you you breathe soon as you're breathing you're swallowing something thick in the air up there it was it was nice it was mm. lovely i'm not gonna lie i love montreal montreal if you've never been to canada you need to go canada's like i feel, feel like one of those like places that don't get talked about enough. Like people always go to Mexico. Yeah. People go to the DR. People go to like Jamaica, which is cool. All cool places. Yeah. But definitely check out Canada. It was different. Like we started chopping it up with the bartender, and I was like, "Bro, if this is y'all summer. Sign me up." It was nice up there. What low high fifties, low eighties? <laughs> I was like, "Bro, this is what it's like from June to August. Sign me up." It was really nice. I thoroughly enjoyed um, myself in Montreal, and then. Oh, so we said at the Hilton. So we say we say the Homewood Suites. The first two days we were there, thanks to Ken's gold status from staying at a hotel for thirty days last year for his new job. Um, so we used his points and his status to stay there, and we got an upgrade, y'all. We had this nice junior suite. It literally had like a living room, bedroom, and a balcony. Oh yeah. 
So that shit was nice. Oh, we also had a washer and dryer. But so apparently at Homewood Suites, some of the rooms do come with a washer and dryer, which is pretty cool. Pretty sure there was some uh, slightly questionable stuff going on at all. Uh, oh, yeah. In that hotel. Work. Because like, so their hotel bar, it's like they say it's a rooftop bar. Really, it's a terrace bar. Yeah, it's, it's on the sixth terrace. floor. Yeah. It's a terrace. And they had some questionable looking characters coming into the bar. I'm not just on, like. Not on no bad shit, but just. Yeah, I'm just like. Trying oh, to, like the like, outfits don't. I was like, I'm confused. I understand it's a big weekend, so y'all got a lot of people in town. But I'm like, the waitress is wearing this. The hostess wearing this. The people that I see coming in here are wearing this. And I'm thinking about where I'm at. And I'm like, none of this goes together. I'm like, somebody getting paid tonight. Oh, yeah. Somebody, y'all, getting, y'all making y'all money tonight. Yeah. Somebody uh, somebody tricking off today. They are. And I was like, oh, okay. You know, I'm glad we're not staying here on actual race weekend. There's no telling what we might have seen or heard while we were well, there. <laughs> but not saying that in a way that we had any type of negative experience. No. But it was just, you know, you, you some stuff catches your attention. And then you start looking around. It's like, what? You you have that Mr. Krabs meme. It's like, man, what the fuck going on here? <laughs> like, how I get myself involved in here? Even and the and whole, somebody over here like, I think we should go back. And I'm like, I don't I think. wanted to go back to see just, just, just to watch the show and watch the people. Ken's like, you don't want to be involved with those people. No, I, I definitely <laughs> didn't say that. I said, I'm not. I was like, I don't know what they got going on, but I'm not trying to figure it out. I want. I just want to be curious ass over. I think we should go back. I yeah. just want to be nosy. We should, go, we should just go be nosy. Go check. I just want to be nosy. Like, check it out. Shit, I was curious, but he wasn't. I was like, fine, whatever. And also, like, we saw a lot more drivers this time around. Like, as we were walking back to our hotel, we ran into Oscar Piastri on the street with his trainer, and I was oh, like, yeah. is that Oscar Piastri? He's one of the rookies. He's the driver for McLaren. I was like, literally just in the street, no security, no nothing. Just him and his trainer, and I was like, one of them might have might have been security. Said run up, get done up. You think he no, it was literally just him and the trainer. I looked it was, around. It was three people with him. I mean, it was just one. It was just two total. I'm sorry. It was yeah. only two. You, see, that's what I'm talking about. You didn't yeah. see the dude that was in front. Oh, I didn't think he was with him. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so I was, he should be in the back, not mm-hmm. in the front. That security. You was gonna get your little ass hip tossed. <laughs> no, but I was just like, I was Oscar Piastri. He looks twelve. Yeah. This grown man looks 12. <laughs> He's all probably 20. He looks 12. Mm-hmm. And then um, we did the pit walk. So this was so cool. So we didn't get a chance to do it last year because it rained Thursday of last year. So this year it didn't rain. The sun was out. And we got to do a pit walk, pit lane walk. But we got to see like the cars up close and see the different and see the, and see the, the paddocks of each of the um, teams and where they work on the cars and stuff like that. As we are there, y'all, Sir Lewis Hamilton Happened to be in the garage. And somebody was like, is that Lewis? Oh, my God, Lewis. And then so we're chanting this man's name, right? All of a sudden, a crowd just rushes to the gate. We are chanting this man's name. I missed out on getting an autographed picture of him because I have little arms. I was like, I'm little. Come back. Come back. I have little arms. And then, but Lewis just pops out of nowhere. I get Kimmy and Ken are snapping photos of this man. Snapping photos, snapping photos. I did not think I was going to see this man up close in person, like ever. And it just so happened to be Thursday at the pit walk. And I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah, we saw got pictures. Uh, I'll say of him, not with him. Yeah, we got pictures of um, him. Who else we see? Um, LeClaire Le- Charles, Char- Charles LeClaire came out. Yuki. Yuki came out. So that was pretty cool. But then also to see them working on the cars in the garage was actually mm-hmm. pretty cool. And then Bono, who's like their, who is Lewis's engineer for Mercedes, we were chanting his name. He's like short and buff. I was like, <laughs> when did you get short and buff? Like, when did this happen? Why do you? <laughs> so, yeah. So, that was pretty cool. 
um, seeing, seeing them up close. And then also the hotel we were staying at, Lewis's personal photographer was staying there too. And all my friends were like, you ain't trying to meet Lewis for real. You should went up and talk to that man. I said, no, I'm scared. And I was like, and Kenny wouldn't let me do it. It wasn't on the so I wouldn't let you do it. I was like, this sounds kind of stalkerish. And I was like, no, he's on Instagram. I follow him on Instagram. All I had to say was, hey, I follow you on Instagram. Aren't you so-and-so? And then all my friends were like, you were not trying to meet Lewis for real. You could have, that could have been your way in. And I was like, I know, but I was like, ugh. I was like, I was afraid. I was like, y'all, I'm shy. Y'all know I'm shy. Shit. They were like, since when? I said, since I don't when? talk to strangers. Since when? Strangers come and talk to me, and then I interact with them. But the thing is, though, he knew that I knew who he was because we looked at each other. He looked at me. He saw that I had on Lewis's T-shirt, like from his from his Mercedes collection. We both looked. He both we both looked at each other for a long time. He was like, "Fuck, she knows who I am." I was like, "Yeah, I know who you are, nigga. I'm yeah. leave you. I'm gonna leave you alone, though." Yeah, now and you was over there bragging, telling everybody, "Yeah, so and so up in here too." I'm like, "Oh lord." And then, and apparently, Lewis was apparent allegedly. He was at our hotel, and I was like, according to the page at the bar, they were like, "Yeah, I'm pretty sure Lewis was here because I saw his Mercedes hat on. He was trying to look all incognito." And I was like, apparently, a lot of their Mercedes people were staying at our hotel because <laughs> we saw <laughs> this dude had on the biggest pair of Reeboks I've ever seen in my life he, but he was but listen he had on his uh, Christian Dior sling bag he also had his Mercedes he, that man had his Mercedes button down crisp shirt I know he, I know he ironed that shirt that thing was crisp Capri's and them I rug- think it was crisp and then we wound up seeing him like later on and them good at the end of the race yeah that man looked like Mateo from Superstore and we, we we wound up seeing him at the Mercedes garage with everybody else in their Mercedes, you know, button down T-shirt and get up. I was just like, damn. Yeah, so last year, we stayed at the hotel with Red Bull team. This year, we're staying at the hotel with Mercedes team. Yeah, so last year, this year, we got to, if you stay after the race. Yeah, so Sunday, after the race, you get to walk on the track, do a track walk. So yeah. that was cool to walk on the track. People were Got people got real destructive though. They were taking the track apart. I mean, they everybody was looking for a little piece to take back with them, and they probably took back bugs with them too. That they probably did because we almost took a piece of the track back with us, and then we realized there Come were on. bugs. Not a piece of the track. It was a piece of the like wallpaper that they put around while they're. Uh, I'll say promo. Yes. F, yeah. Yeah. Was it F one twenty twenty three? Yeah. So like the uh, little banner, for like it. like the wallpaper banner they put alongside the track. Yeah, my thing ain't up, nothing up there with a little adhesive. So it was like, hey, oh, we could take this. I was like, oh, I'm gonna get one. We go, we go put this in the cave. Bet. But unfortunately, we see a bunch of little red bugs that we like, don't know what those are. I have no idea what these are. And I'm just like, I don't want to bring those bats to the U. First, I'm not putting those in my in my luggage. Mm-hmm. That'll probably infest the hotel. And then if we went from the hotel to my parents' house. If my parents' house to our house. Them bugs probably would have suffocated. If, they probably would have died in the suitcase but from I'm, the heat of being in that plane. Wasn't even trying to figure it out. Because so. they, they also, or they could have survived. And they just could have been. And now you've introduced a new species to, uh, to, to Alabama. Invasive species to Alabama. Congratulations. Yes, yeah, so I was like, I'm not doing that. Nope, nope, we're good. We're so good. Uh, we went down there. One of the drivers clipped a wall. Yeah, George. <laughs> went down there and took a paid and full picture with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Had a good little time. Walk, yeah, walking the pit was cool. I mean, walking the track was cool, and uh, the race, the race was good. Like Canada's good. Pl- like there were what three hundred? How many people were there? That it weekend? was like over three hundred and fifty thousand people at that race. Now, over more, the course of the weekend, over the course of the weekend during the race day, you're pretty much 
shoulder to shoulder. It's yes. Like, it's like being a bourbon street for Mardi Gras. Not one fight that we know of broke Not out. Not one incident. And I was like... I. And they barely checked people at security. Like, nobody got patted down. There were no metal detectors. They said these people know how to do... I'm a, I'm, I haven't been to the races in America yet. I, yeah. I'll probably go to one in Austin. Like, I do want to go to one in Austin. I don't want to do Miami. I don't want to do Vegas. But I, I want to know the difference in security versus the United States and everywhere else. Yeah, it was like, you got glass? Nah. Oh, shit, you could, though. Yeah, because yeah, you couldn't you can bring in any glass bottles. You can bring in your own food, your own drink. You couldn't bring in alcohol. People brought in alcohol. Oh, yeah. I mean, I they, mean as long as it wasn't a glass bottle, they really didn't give a Right, you was good. And so they weren't really like, they were pretty much, hey, man, everyone's just here to kind of relax, watch a good race, and have a good time. And so we're nobody really wilding like that. And mm-hmm. even then, like the Canadian police, like these folks was like, that we 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 watched the Canadian this big Canadian police tell this little Asian girl to move because they they said the pit walk is stopped like we need to. It's time y'all gotta it, go. We gotta go. And she was like, no, the, this guy said I can stay right here. He was like, ma'am, please move. This man has on a damn crosswalk, uh, <laughs> a crosswalk safety vest, this highlighter of safety yellow vest, and this dude has on like all all of these. Police in SWAT fatigue. Body armor, walkie-talkies, all kind of shit. And this man is huge. And she's like, move. And, he, you know, the, the cops are like, hey, you got to go. She's like, no, he says I can stay. I'm like, this man looks like he has zero authority. And then the cop looked like he could toss a little ass across the across the way. And so she she's like, help me. He's hurting me. Help me. Help me. I'm like, girl, if you don't move your ass like he said, I said, move it, bitch. And the move thing it. is. He wasn't the only one. Like, no. there were other people that had come deep off into the pit to be like, "Hey, it, this thing, the event is over. Y'all need to leave." And I was like, "Oh, okay." And it was funny because we had the black dude came stood. He said, "Hey, we're gonna section off right here." I was mm-hmm. like, "Okay." I was like, "Hey, bro, how's it going?" He said, like, "Bro, this shit, I had to take my blood pressure pills this morning." He was like, "This shit is stressful." And this, it, to work that event, I'm pretty sure it is stressful because you're dealing with person entitled personalities. <laughs> yeah. They're like, "I pay for this." I don't give a fuck. We said it's over. That man was like, hey, you ain't got to go, but you got to get the hell out of here. I was like, it's nice to know black people are the same. Yes, wherever we go. Wherever you go. And it's because so Friday was like practice day. So Friday, I got tickets. I paid a little extra for us to be in the VIP area Friday. That was pretty cool. Um, Because you got to be like right there, like on the track. And we were, um, and then so somebody toward the end of the day Friday, <laughs> these four grown drunk men mm-hmm. pretty much hopped the fence because there was nobody in security at that point watching that area. And they pretty much hopped the fence. And I don't know who snitched on them. It's not a fence. So it, it wasn't was, a fence. It, it was like a, like a, I'll say an elevated platform. Like yeah. You really just had to like, it's about the height of a, a, a step, a, a step ladder. Yeah. And so one dude was like, hey, I'm gonna go first. And then y'all come on over. And I'm like, they clearly didn't research. They didn't. <laughs> They didn't. The recon they did wasn't a. They they missed some. They missed some some information because your buddy just set y'all up for failure. He did. So three of it was four of them. Four of them, but one of them got stupid drunk. I think he was drunk when he came in. Yes, he was stupid drunk. Didn't have no shoes on, and people were like, "Yo, he is like this man is drunk." And so I think he might have brought attention to the group because they were other ones were just sitting down there chilling. Smoking a cigar. Yeah, like, the dude over there literally even kicked his feet up, took his shoes off, smoking a cigar. I'm like, bro, you're sitting by no smoking sign. Yes, yes. And it's now, like... Yep. That, so, that, so that was two friends that fucked him up. Mm-hmm. He said, see, we'd have been all right if it wasn't a bit for y'all. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they, they walked him up out of there and security came through checking everybody. <laughs> yes. All because of y'all. All because of y'all. So um, so that was interesting. So that was, that was funny to watch, actually. And then, yeah, Saturday it rained. 
So, but it was still cool though. It was still we still had a good time. We didn't get a chance to no, see. It rained Friday too because we left. Yeah, it, it like, rained on again, off again Friday, but wasn't as bad as it was mm-mm. Saturday because no. Friday we still got Friday we still got to see the drivers' interviews. So we got to see we got to see Lando Norris and um, Oscar Piastri. We got to see Alex and Logan, and then we got to see Alonzo and Lance and Yuki and, and um, uh, Nick DeBreeze. And then that's when you ran into Ray. That's when you ran into your yeah, friend Raymond. Ran into somebody we know. Of all the places to run into an ex-co-worker slash friend. And it was random. because I, I He ran to him in Montreal. Maybe about 10 minutes prior, I, I was telling Jack, I was like, yo, I feel like I'm about to run into, I, I feel like I'm going to run into somebody I know up here. And she was like, hey, you want to walk over to the fan zone? Uh, I, I was like, yeah, or the little plat, the little interview area where we were at last year. I was like, I, she was like, I think they might be doing interviews. So okay, we can walk over there. We walk over there, and then it's like, oh, okay, they're about to interview somebody. And then I see a group of three guys, three or four guys, walk up, and and I, I, I see the, another black dude. We give each other like, no, the black guy head nod. And I yes. Was like, I was like, yo, he looked familiar. And I was like, I know that one who I think it was. And then we turned and looked, and we both like. And I was like, do you want me to say Raymond? No. And he was like, don't say that out loud. And so, like, we're both trying to, you can see, we're both trying to do, like, the, <laughs> we're l- both looking at each other, trying not to stare. And then eventually, like, we both just do this little slow turn and remove the glasses. And it's like, yo, what you doing up here? I was like, man, what you doing up here? And, yeah. And he told us that we need to go to Austin. Yep. He was like, Austin, he said, it's a commitment, but you should go. He goes, that's like, that's an actual track. That's not like a street track. Because the track in Montreal is on a on an island. It's a park. It's a park on an island. So, it's like a street it's, like, it's a street circuit so i want to go to actual track so we were told that you need to go to austin it's like all right i told Ken, if we do austin we're gonna rent an rv we're gonna sleep in the rv we're gonna we're gonna get a camp we're gonna get, get a camp a campground site we're gonna we're gonna do that we're gonna have van life for yeah. four days and you say that you find out you're in the hunger games <laughs> no god i thought it's cheaper than getting a hotel yeah. we can rent we can we can rent our, we can rent like a van get have have van life going on they, they play like the youtubers do what the young kids are doing now the young, the young what the young kids are doing yeah technically people our age are doing that yeah, but yeah I was about to say, <laughs> they were definitely adults doing that. they're definitely in their 30s doing the van life yeah but uh that was friday and then it it, it started to rain it started raining but it was on again off again rain it wasn't bad Mm-mm. and the subway system was great we actually it wasn't too crowded on the subways we got to sit down on the train so that was great. Unless if you uh, if you are an F one fan, you should definitely if you don't you have the opportunity to go to a race. Montreal is very affordable. Uh, for that to be like your first race, and the f- people are very friendly. People are very friendly, and don't get intimidated by the language barrier because everybody's bilingual. Yes, just remember people speak English. <laughs> I, I ain't gonna lie. This one lady was talking to me in straight French, and I was like. I was I'm like, just, she, there, I was like, she playing because she know good and damn well he don't know French. I feel like she knew that shit because she was. I asked him, he's like, do you know this? No, and I said something to her in English, and she turned around and started talking to me in straight French, and I was like, just nodding along, like, yep. I'm like she probably yep. wasn't even, she probably wasn't even answering your question. She probably was calling you out because she probably was saying something else. Uh, and we until this, we, we, we will not know. And we will never know until this day. <laughs> I was like, yep, mm, okay. No, but we had a good time though. I like, I like Canada. I told Ken after doing like that. um the pit walk and seeing like the paddock club and then doing like that VIP thing Friday. I was like, okay, we're going to take a break from F1 races for a year, for a year. So mm-hmm. nothing, ne- nothing next year. I want to save up and do it big, but we have to go to, I want to go overseas and do it and either 
Silverstone, which is Lewis's home track, depends on if he signs that contract. Um, either do it at Silverstone. He wants to go to Japan. I do too. I was told that we probably should go to. I was told that we should go to Singapore versus Japan because it rains every year at, it does. At, at the Suzuka track. It does. Yeah, it rains a lot in Suzuka. But oh, there was a really good brewery downtown. Now that I think about it. Uh, oh, when we were in Montreal? Yeah. Did we go? Don't do this. <laughs> yes, Bruce Bruski. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And it was by another American who was from, what was that, mean? Wisconsin or? Something like that. Yeah, I forgot we went there. I really did. Mm. I mm. really did. Did mm. it? Because it didn't mm. have food. No, we just went to drink and then we went and walked somewhere else for food. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's I think I think that's why it was because we was we didn't have food. Yeah, it was an old. What's it called? Old Montreal. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't old Montreal. It was it was an old Montreal. Okay, now I remember because I got um samples. I got different sours, and all, one of them tastes just like mimosas. Yeah, we all have. Fun. Yeah, it did. It tastes. Just, it was a beer that's because like I know here we got like that Bam Mimosa or whatever. I've never had it. Yeah, it don't. The one I had in Montreal tastes way better. It literally was a sour that tastes like a mimosa. It Shit really was tastes great. like a mimosa. It was, and something they had that tastes like raspberries tasted delicious. It was. It, it tastes like something you would have got from Smoothie King. Yes, that had alcohol in it, but yes. it was. Beer, it was really it was beer. beer, and it was delicious. Yeah, so that was that was that was good. So it was funny though, because as soon as we got back from Montreal, um, but we, we hear about the damn. Submarine that went missing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the, music, the music they get played in Montreal was interesting. Oh, yeah. They played a lot of hip-hop. Hip-hop and R&B. Yeah. Like, threw me for Barely any pop music. Like, a little up, bit of pop, but more up, R&B and hip-hop. It's like you walk up to the brewery and they sit there playing uh, Still Dre. And, and, it's, and right after that, it's some other Eminem. Then after that, it's something Jay-Z. I was like, this, Canada is not a real place. And then, it's R- then it was R&B. Well, they say you got Canada and you have Quebec. Montreal's in Quebec. I believe it. So you say you got Canada, you have Quebec. <laughs> Quebec is a different than, than the rest of Canada, I've they say. In, I've been in Quebec twice. and Toronto. Pro- Toronto is in what province? I forget. My geography is terrible. Like, I know where it is on a map. If my, I had to. Um, my world geography is terrible. Oh, no, I can definitely do it. If I can definitely be, I definitely be there be smarter than a fifth grader. I would not. 14-year-old me could answer that. Me now, not nowhere remotely close. Oh, Ontario. Ontario, that's it. But yeah, the uh, it was cool. But I will say, while we were there, we definitely, we, I'll say, became aware of an issue that we necessarily see here in America. That's, homelessness? Yes. There were a uh, lot of homeless people in drugs. Homeless people own drugs. Well. One, we, we, we watched a man do a fucking flip kick in the air we were like, we're not going to walk on that side of the street. It wasn't even a flip <laughs> kick. Like, you know, we're walking across the street and this dude literally throws like this, like a reverse roundhouse from the ground. And I'm like, hmm. <laughs> okay. He's a uh, very well. He's he, okay. So he got hands and feet. Okay. You should probably not mess with that guy. Yeah. No. And then he, you know, he went on about his business kind of doing whatever. And I was like, hmm. I feel like there's a lot of people up here with hands like that. But when nobody really started shit neither, so I was like, I was I was curious after seeing that man throw that kick. I'm like, if we see a fight, <laughs> is this shit about to turn into some UFC type shit? Because <laughs> I've seen crackheads fight in Atlanta. God damn, I have the shit, and one of them didn't have no legs. Excuse me, <laughs> one of them didn't have legs. I was like, I was driving down Peachtree on my way to 
I think I was, I don't know where the fuck I was going. to be downtown, driving down P Street. It wasn't for a concert. I think I was going, I was going to a restaurant. And I was, they, cracked, they were posted up outside and one of them got fighting. He had no legs. And the other one did, but he got down to the man's size, to the man's level. That's fucked up. And I was like, y'all about to fight. And they started throwing hands. And I was like, somebody, I hear somebody in the car honking and then somebody in the car behind me was like, don't let him punk your ass like that. Bruh. And I was oh, like. Oh, so they just egging it on. That's terrible. Very terrible. But, you know, if you, but, go, if you go to Atlanta, you're going to see crackheads fight. I mean, they not, might not say crackheads. You know, they just addicts. Or I'll say potentially homeless addicts. Yes. Because I don't necessarily want to throw that label around. Because that's why I was in San Francisco, too, though. Like, they were very. Um, I, was, I, was in San Francisco, I was in San Francisco last month for work. And the homeless population, they were not kidding about the homeless population and the drugs and. Like it was just weird being in Target and just seeing homeless people just walking around Target, yeah. and I was just like, "This is like the Walking Fucking Dead, bro. Like there this would lo- not fly." Yes, and this it is, would. No, there this- are a lot of people that you bypass that you're in the store that you see that are homeless, I've, oh, unhoused, but they don't necessarily like. They don't look it. They don't look at it. They don't portray it, or it's just you yeah. see them when they go outside. But it's like, oh, I was like, I mean, I'm not necessarily. No, these people visibly looked unhoused. Mm. And they were cussing people out in the store. Yeah, it's like, and I was like, bro, have this been Alabama? First off, they probably didn't even made it that far into the Homewood, into the Homewood Target, because Becky or Susie would have called Homewood Police. Homewood Police would have got a rouse out of that shit, just oh. because. Mm. And, and you know I'm right. No, I can't agree with you on that one. You let's let's be real. Homewood Police would got a rouse out of just being at the Target at Homewood because they would not have gotten that far into into the Target at Homewood. Mm, Hoover maybe. Maybe Mountain Brook, but I don't know about Homewood. Definitely not Birmingham. Definitely not Birmingham. No. Mm-mm. It's like you got different. I'll say municipalities. They they respond to shit differently. Estavia would have been all over that shit. Yeah, cause they, they would have. They would have. They would. They would have loved it because they have nothing else going nothing on. Else to do. Uh, <laughs> but but no. yeah, it was. Uh, it was interesting because I I love to go, I love to go for a walk later on that day and uh, I turn the corner, <laughs> and again it's like, it it was it was visibly jarring just because i wasn't expecting it it's like a lot of people converse but it, you know you had to think about it, it like yo we're at a metro station so it, yeah it, it, it makes sense in the reviews they said the hyatt hotel was in a sketchy place and uh but i was like this, how the, sketchy could it be the, the, and it was sketchy as fuck and uh but not in like but now i didn't feel unsafe to where we couldn't walk mm-mm. but no it was just like if you stood still long enough and also we were also next to the ymca yeah that was just- which i realized like Second to last night. Oh, it's the YMCA. That's how homeless people are here. Because of the YMCA, you can shower. You can mm. do all this kind of thing. You can get some work done if you're homeless. Yeah. And that's, how, that's how the downtown Y used to be for Birmingham. The homeless used to come in there and, like, uh, wash clothes. Not wash clothes. Used to give them shower. Wash, shower. Yeah. But this dude was playing old Gucci. And I was like, Canada is not a real. This is not a real place. <laughs> like, I, I, I turned the corner. I was like, okay, they arguing about something in French. I don't know what he's saying. But next thing I know, I was like, wait, that's Gucci. Wait, that's old Gucci. This I was like, yo, what is going on out Did here? It? But it's it made me aware. I'll say more of a, a situation that a lot of people think they or it's it's put on you from like, oh, every American city's got this. It's like, no, I think every large city everywhere has this issue. Has this issue. And uh, yeah, like it was, it was because we you know we talked to the bartender. The bartender was like, this is not a. I feel like this is the bartender. Like he's from Montreal. He's like, this is not a representation of the city. 
He's like, you see, he's like, man, I just don't like where they put it. But I don't like where they put the hotel. But where the hotel is placed is convenient. Like it's literally on a, it's on a subway station. Like it's like people come in, they travel for business. It's it, you, you got a place to stay, and then when it's time for you to go and do whatever, just walk downstairs. But he's like, man, you see what we got going on outside? I was like, yeah, you're right. But it was, it was, outside of that, the city of Montreal is cool as fuck. Mm-hmm. I suggest all you guys to go. Like, seriously. Go I'll, to Quebec. I'll say, if you've been to New Orleans, uh, Montreal will feel very familiar. It will. It will. I, it's probably in the good food, in the good food continues. Yeah, yep. It continues on up there. Mm-hmm. It was nice. We had, we had a good time. But, like I said, when we came back, though, Man, people are looking for that damn submarine. Man, look, we got back, and <laughs> all we heard about while we was in Montreal from the American side was the weather. It was that, it. That was hitting the south. The tornadoes that was going yeah. through, all that shit. And then it's like, we land in Atlanta, get back to your parents' house, and it's like, we had seven mass shootings over the weekend. I was like, bro, what the fuck y'all got going on down here? I'm like, we didn't hear none of this shit. And then, oh, they can't find the missing submarine. It, yeah. It's been missing since yesterday. What? What do you mean? Y'all, what y'all? And then the more we got talking about Ocean, I was like, what the fuck is Ocean Gate? Because I saw it on Twitter. So like, what the fuck is this? And then I happened to, like, when we got home, like I said, we got on the news. And we, obviously, I was, like, like many of you while we were following it. And I was like, they, this, this man said he built things that they said they weren't supposed to use. But he was like, I defined those odds. And we control this whole thing with a game controller he bought from Amazon, I think it was. Mm-hmm. But it, it it was a it was it a, would have been a hard sell for me, and, and it would have been a hard no for me. I wasn't doing you, that shit. Had you given me some details, like huh? It's like, like nah, bro. I'm not doing that. I'm not mm-hmm. doing that. First off, I don't even want to explore the ocean. No. For for one thing, I don't even get in the water. There are parts of the ocean that is just so vast that has not even been explored. And don't tell them what the fuck down there. Godzilla could be down there for all we fucking know. Godzilla. Uh, actual Kraken could be down there. Look. I'm not waking that bitch up. The orcas have been attacking ships and leaving y'all rudderless. And y'all out here like, yeah, let's go in the water. It's like, I think the orcas. The orca, orcas, dolphins, the sea is attacking you for a reason. It's like, hey, bro, get your ass out the water. Okay, I feel like they're trying to save us something big. Like, y'all don't want what's down here. No, we no. keep fucking, y'all keep fucking with this ocean. It's going to wake up. Ain't no us. It's, they, it's like, hey, man, I feel like a lot of stuff is rebelling. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Nature said we, we're taking this shit back. The ocean said we're taking it back. Now, will I will I ever explore space? Yes. What? The ocean? No. No. <laughs> no, not the ocean. Because with space, um, I feel like even though most of the space it's not been discovered. You know what I mean? But space around the United, around Earth. That girl says space around the United States. I may say Earth. The space around Earth. Like, I'll go around the Earth's atmosphere, you know, and then come back home. That'd be cool. I'll do that. Will I go explore planets? No. A lot can happen. I will go around the Earth's atmosphere. I'll go visit the, the space station and then go right back home. And that's all I really want to do. I just want to see what Earth looks like from space. They're actually going to decommission the space station. They, yeah, I they're heard trying to that. figure out how to bring it back and allow it to break up over like a non-populated area in the ocean. And this is how and it's how it's, it's how the, it's how we get the goddamn Kraken. <laughs> and this what wakes up the fucking Kraken. Rita Repulsa, she's free now. Yeah, it's like see this is how this this is Bro, how we wake it up. I don't know, man. I think human exploration in space, this is just my opinion. The I say from the majority of people they're really just going to recreate the shit that's already down here. And I'm like, <laughs> so you're just going to copy paste the problem that's already created. You're like, you're not really fixing anything. You're just like, yo, we can run over here and do it better. It's like, 
No, because the the problem is I ain't gonna say the problem, but the base is still the same. Yeah, you still dealing with people, man. I just rather I don't know, like I said, I'm I'm only the ocean alone. I ain't fuck with the ocean. Water fucks up a lot of shit. Okay, as we know, we discover a small new little leak in the roof that hopefully will get. It's not as bad as it, the original one was. I will say that, but it's because I caught it early. That's why it's not. It's bad. Yeah, we'll get that squared away. Yeah, we'll get that squared away. Like I said, water causes a lot of shit, and I ain't on fuck with water like that. <laughs> now, will I go on a cruise? I go on a cruise. Why nope. will I go on a cruise? Because nope. I'm above the water. Nope. Not in the water. You're above the water till you're in that shit. Mm-hmm. You got me on one cruise, and I was like, I'm good. No, again, you have to go on more than one cruise. No. My goodness, I'm going. To, I'm going to Antarctica next November with my mom. That'd be fun. We're going to take a cruise to Antarctica. Yeah, y'all, you and your mama have fun. I'm excited for that. Mm-hmm. I am. Yeah, y'all, y'all have fun going down there <laughs> on your boat in the water. I no, y'all, no. There's a Mediterranean cruise I want to go on. We, have, we got to fly from here to Barcelona, then it takes you around the Alfani Alfani coast. Almafi. Almafi. Alfani. No, it's an N in there. Alf- anyway, Alfani coast. Off the coast of Italy, I want to go there. It, it takes you there and some other cool little islands. And I was like, Ken, we're going on this cruise. He doesn't, he doesn't know this yet. You we're eventually going to get on this cruise. You don't know. I'm not getting on this boat. You are. We're, we're, we're going on this cruise. Look, you are. I love you the cruise. Appreciate the winds that I get on airplanes. <laughs> and I say that just for somebody like, that says he wants to travel. I'm just like, bro, you have to get on a plane. I, I you, hate, have to, you have to go on a plane. I hate everything that comes with air travel. I hate getting to the airport three to four hours early. I hate being around people who not following instructions. I hate dealing with angry TSA people. I dislike the fact that I got to go in this airport and spend some additional money on some food that I'm probably not going to like. I don't like that I'm finna get on this damn tube that you can't really stand up in that is literally a rocket bus, a bus with wings, and they're just going to point and launch your ass off in one direction. It's like, yeah, we made it. That's why I have credit card points. I can put you in business class so you can actually stretch out and have fun. Oh, so you can be the first one to encounter some bullshit. No, I'm just saying. I, uh, yeah, you know, Ken, this is a problem with Ken. Uh, y'all, y'all know this. If you've listened to previous episodes. He didn't travel much as a child. I did. And I loved it. I love everything about the travel. I love the excitement. I love the preparation. I even love the anchor TSA agents. I love it all. Okay, it makes me happy. Is Tra- this like Disney World for you? Yes. Like you're just going through smiling. They're like, hey, man, get your ass in line. Yes. You're like, thank you. Yes. Hey, over there smiling like Hakeem from damn uh, yes. Coming to America. It really is for me because I just love traveling. It is my thing. I love to travel. I love seeing new places. Love meeting new people. Love eating new foods. I just love it all. Okay. If I could, I would travel every three months, which I kind of am. Like right now, I am. Now I think about it. It's just a lot, mm. but I like it though. Mm. Most of it, some of it's for work. Yeah, now it's more personal than work. But it's, I don't know. I guess everybody's got their own shit going on. So nobody's really aware. And I hate that I'm like semi aware of shit. And so it's like people only caught up in their own, in their own little worlds. And they don't really think about a lot of shit outside of themselves. And it's, it's very frustrating to like notice that shit. And then having to like, it's like you try to make people aware of that shit, and it's like they try to fight to stay where they are. So I'm, I don't know, man. People always, people got some shit going on, and I'm just trying to avoid it. 
Everybody do, and it'd be so annoying. Cause I'm always like, y'all, can we just like just chill? No, because you're asking too much from people. Like every time I get on Twitter, I see somebody p- getting pissed off or like attacking somebody's car, attacking a neighbor, doing something crazy. I'm just like, dude, take a. Ch-. I think honestly, ever since fucking lockdown unlocked, people have just forget to have patience. No, people didn't have patience before. It's like COVID. Like the lockdowns kind of exacerbated. There was already a problem before this shit happened. That stuff exacerbated another problem, which then created another problem that people are now trying to like navigate. And people are, I feel like, I feel like it's just a powder keg. Like, yeah. I, I feel like the smallest of shit set people off. So I really just, you never really know what somebody's going through. So I really just try to move in between the spaces and not really try to interact with too many people. As bad as that sounds. Mm-hmm. But it's like you, like, but I say that just because, like, there have been times where you ask somebody, like, it's a southern thing. It's like, hey, man, what's going on? Hey, good morning. How are you? I'm good. How are you? You know, and you just keep it pushing. And every now and then, somebody hits you with a good morning. You're like, hey, man, good morning. How are you? And they'll actually tell you how they're doing. It's like, bruh. <laughs> I did not know I was going to get this at 4 o'clock in the fuck. You felt to make me late for work, bro. <laughs> it's like, it's like, hey, what's going on? Man, this is going on. This is going on. This It's like. Uh, I've been awake for 60 minutes. I, I hate when I And get, I haven't had any coffee. And I get emails like that. I'd be like, you know what? I will respond to that when I get a chance. Yeah, email. This is yeah. a person. Like, I remember another time. I was at a I was at a store. A lady was like, hey, good morning. How are you? I was like, I'm good. How are you? She was like, oh, my sister did this. My dad did this. My brother. <laughs> I was like, yo, lady, I still want to get this wrapping paper so I can go home and wrap these gifts. <laughs> no, I never. I was in the airport and wait. I was, I was leaving San Francisco. Yes, I was leaving San Francisco. I was leaving my work trip at the Starbucks. And this lady pretty much told me like her whole life story about her husband dying and how, you know, she's taking this trip for him and this, oh, that, and well, other. I mean, that was cool. Well, yeah. we actually ran into we get, that. We got, we got that. Our, but which we, I, that was cool. That was though. fine. Um, we always, people always tell us their life stories. Stop friendly. Oh, friendly ass. I'm not friendly. All I do is look at people and they assume I'm sweet and innocent. Yeah, you got a I'm friendly look. I we guess. Need, we need to get you a fuck off stamp and put it on your forehead. I, I do, but then again, I don't because I, don't, I probably missed out on opportunities like that. I mean, there's a time and a place for it, but I mean, it's like I'm not when you when the, when the bar when the energy meter is low, it's like, hey man, there's nothing wrong with trying to conserve whatever energy you've got left until you've got some <laughs> reserves or this thing is built back up so you can kind of interact with folks. Like, don't don't give somebody what you don't have, or don't pour from a you can't pour from a cup that's already empty. Yeah, Yeah. yeah. And so, like, meeting them people and talking about it, I was like, that was cool. Like, you know, we got a story, like, yo, his dad had passed. She told us a cool story about... This uh, is where we're at the track. Yeah, while well, we was at the track. Yeah. This was, this was Sunday. So, you know, this, the the wife's husband had passed, and the son would normally come to the track with the dad, so the mom filled in. He's like, my mom has no idea what's going on, so I have to explain everything to her that's going on. And so, she was telling the story about how he played hockey and... Pretty much, it was like their whole entire life story. Yeah, was like, which is fine. Was, it was, it was, was fine. Like, oh, man, that's that's cool. That's sweet. I was like, I'm yeah. glad you. I was like, you know what? That's cool. I was like, this is an experience y'all got to have that you normally wouldn't have had, but it's unique in it, y'all. I was like, you know what? That's dope. Yeah, it was sweet. But um, anything else can. But it's when I don't like when folks are looking to dump information on people. Oh yeah, I don't like that. My my. The upper management does that. It's like you'll ask. It's like, hey, how are you? And it's just like trauma, 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 trauma. Yeah, trauma, yeah. Trauma. It's like, and then they want you to do the same thing. I'm like, I don't know you. Mm-mm. I'm not telling you my whole life. 
It's like, bro, this, and I then they get mad when you don't tell them the whole life. Like, when, they, I, when, they, when, they, when you don't tell them your whole life. I haven't had any coffee for number one, number two. I haven't eaten. Number three, I've been awake for an hour. No. Oh, that was my earring, y'all. It fell out my ear. <laughs> These headphones hurt when you get earrings on. Mm. No, but I, I think I. I think that's about all our updates. What else we do we have? have? We have the race. We, we have had the race. You have the missing submarine. We talked about that. Apparently, Titanic's will be back on Netflix July first. I'm good. <laughs> it was room for both of them on that damn door. It was. It. I'm weak. That was like a whole conversation at one point too, like a, like a couple years ago on Twitter. Went down a rabbit hole of talking about the fact that the Titanic wasn't a real Titanic. And yeah, and how Jay, there were so many conspiracy theories that came out about the real Titanic during this whole during the during the Ocean Gate. That that shit was crazy. That led to the feds the had Fed a, the federal that led to the Federal Reserve. Yo. I'm not getting into that. Y'all should just sign <laughs> on Twitter. Yeah, Twitter and TikTok will have you thinking that you can solve any kind solve anything. It definitely uh I was about to say minority report. Damn national treasure. Oh yeah. It's a very national <laughs> it did. It, I think I was like, this shit is entertaining. I'm like, if it's true, damn. But if it's not, this is a hell of a story. Now there have been a lot of storms lately though. I mean, that's pretty much I mean, the weather's been crazy, but it's summertime. Weather's always crazy during the summer. Um not really. I mean, shit. I was in Canada all last week, and this week I just talked about the damn Ocean Gate. So I'm trying to think what else. Folks been cracking all kind of jokes. I feel bad because those people did die. I mean, they died. At least was, they died instantaneously. Right, then I thought to quickly. myself, they at least see the Titanic. No, they, they died did. like a couple out. They died within like a, they took like an hour and a half. I think they said with within like diving down, like it like imploded. Yeah. And uh, I, I, initially, I was like, yo, I hope it was quick. But then once yeah. I learned it was quick and kind of what happened to it, I was like, oh, okay, well, they're good. I'm okay, mad. they're not good. But they're not good. But they're also it, like, there was y'all no wasted way. a quarter million dollars. Y'all didn't even get a chance to see the Titanic. I mean, I felt bad for that kid that only went because Cause his, his dad, dad wanted, wanted him to, to wanted him to go. And then, but yet, at the same time, though, it was happening with the search for, for, for also, y'all wasted all that damn money looking for those people. And the Navy was like, Oh yeah, we heard that pop like Monday. Yeah, and I was what? <laughs> I say I learned how far deep down the Titanic was. Yes, because I thought that shit was just like maybe a couple hundred feet. There was no, like, no, it's like twelve, sixteen. Was it like six, twelve, fourteen, sixteen thousand feet down? It's like oh, oh, I didn't know that. I was thinking this was like just a couple feet. They're gonna go down right quick and come back. And then I found they found the Titanic on 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 accident looking for some other shit. Yes, it is twelve thousand five hundred feet deep in the North Atlantic. No. It thank is you. um yeah. That's the deepest as about nine Empire State buildings stacked on top of each other. Yeah, no thank you. And you trying to get on the boat. First off, I'm not fucking getting on the damn Titanic. I'm getting on a cruise ship in the middle of the Medit- warm water. All I'm right. not getting on a cruise. I mean, All right. you gonna though- find you gonna find a warm water orca over there. I mean, I went. I did a cruise to Alaska, and we saw the glaciers up close the whole time. Though I'm thinking, I hope it's like Titanic. Then I was like, this is this, this is newer. This is like in 2000. This is in 2000. I went on a cruise to Alaska with my mom and my uncle. That was fun. That was fun. And you see, I survived that. Congrats. Just saying, we did a cruise to Hawaii. We walked on top of an active volcano. It wasn't active. While we were there, but <laughs> walked on a volcano. Just saying, Ken, we do shit, you know. No, I'm gonna get you a comfort zone. You can't, you can't stay in a bubble forever. It shit. Watch uh, me. Yeah, I feel like what else? Oh, uh, Trump's indicted. He has 71 charges now. 
I feel like they're trying to do whatever's necessary to keep that man from running. From running. But I feel just like gonna the, enra- it's just going to enlarge his base even more. No, I doubt that. I feel like some people are over it, but I feel like the people that are coming behind him, he kicked in the crazy door. And, and now they can't Everybody shut it. is flowing through. And it's like, oof. Somebody, somebody was like, what happened to the, I even asked this, what happened to the old school Republicans? They only cared about money. She said, what happened to the John McCain? And, yeah, uh, the John McCains <laughs> and, the, and, and W. Bushes and like, shit. God damn, these motherfuckers is crazy. Okay? This fucking crazy. I don't. I'm not uh, looking to be entertained by politicians. And I feel like this shit's all just a big pomp and theater. And it's kind of frustrating. I feel like they're playing in your face. And y'all got, and student loan forgiveness is hanging in the balance of the Supreme Court. Yeah, they own some. Everybody owns some bullshit. Yeah. Everybody is on some bullshit, and it's—I don't know. It's like, what do you do? It's like you're, you're literally watching everything around you on fire. And some people are like, yeah, this is fine. It's like, no, bro, no, it is not. It's like, yeah, this is good. Then you also know people who are like, y'all, I hadn't paid y'all in three years. Y'all think I'm gonna go back to paying y'all now? We're too long. That's I've seen that from. I've a had people folks, be like, funny. I ain't paying y'all back shit. Said, that's between you and God. <laughs> I mean, like I said, y'all know this. I've said this before. My student loans are private, so I never stopped paying on mine. So, um, and then I have probably like three years left and I'll be done. I could pay them off early, but I'm paying my car off. Hey, this month, knock on wood, nothing, nothing happens. I wait till I get paid this coming week to pay off my car. Yeah. So I'm making, I'm paying it off early. Is my, my last payment wasn't supposed to happen until October. And I timed it to where I have three months of car payment saved up. So I can pay it off early. Mm. So I'm paying it off early, guys. Yay me. And I probably won't drive my car at all once mm-hmm. I pay it off. Because people are here crazy. And I hope my car insurance goes down once I pay it off. Mm. I feel like the the extremes of each are what we see on TV. But like the regular, regular people you interact with. Or like the people that you... I feel like the regular people are the ones you interact with on Ken, a how basis. How we get there from car insurance and paying off stuff? Because we was on the topic of crazy people. Oh, yeah. And you started talking about your car? Yeah, because I was like, because it's been like three high speed chases on Highway 31. I was involved in one of them. You was not involved in one I of them. I was. I was in the lane and I was in the turning lane. And then all of a sudden, this guy just speeds right past me. And, you was not involved. You was a bystander. And, and the cop car was like, the cops were like, I was like, oh my God. He could have hit me. Yeah, you was a bystander. He could have hit my you car. You was going to be an innocent bystander. I was because I was getting ready to turn right onto onto thirty one from Columbiana. Right, you and was the man not was right in, there. You was not involved. You was going to be an innocent bystander. I was like, who gonna pay for my shit if he got hit? Shit, they probably would have tacked it on to old buddy if once they finally called him. And you might not have even got anything. Uh, uh-uh. probably not. But. Yeah, y'all, y'all hear I'm yarning. I gotta wake up. I gotta cook dinner before the storm blows. Shout out insurance. <laughs> but yeah, anything else you want to talk about before mm. I go? Before I do my wifely duties? Damn. Mm-hmm. Uh, nothing really major. Like, uh, I think we gave some pretty good updates. Uh, just kind of what we had going on for the past three, four weeks. Travel plans. Uh, just. We, we've enjoyed ourselves. It's uh, we took a little break, but it was mainly because of between Ken moving and then us traveling, prepping mm-hmm. for the trip. Like it was a lot. 
And so we had to get that taken care of. So we almost went to a movie, but I was like, yeah, we all went to go see Spider Spider Verse in Canada in Montreal, and Ken asked the guy, "This in French or is it in English?" And I was like, "Yeah, I think it's in English." He was like, "I'm going to go ask," but he didn't want to sit still for two and a half hours. I will say that's we still a, haven't watched Avatar. I haven't, I, was, I haven't watched a lot of shit because in my mind it'll be on TV soon. It'll be on streaming services. I have a hard time with like just during the pandemic stuff with like sitting down and dedicating attention to stuff. You're gonna get snippets from me. I. We watch like watching shit for like three hours. No, mm-mm. but we did watch Extraction two last night. We did. Next to our movie, that movie was really good. Nonstop action. If you blink, you miss something. You miss somebody getting shot. It was really good. Um, I probably the only movie I probably will see in movie theaters is the new Mission Impossible movie, because I love Mission Impossible. I'm for Mission Impossible over James Bond. I mean, they're different types of action packs. Different, but they're both espionage. Yeah. But Tom Cruise just does it better. That's because he's always running somewhere. Oh, that man can run. Okay, he can run. And he does most of his own stunts. Because they had to push back production on this one because he hurt himself. Thank you, Jackie Chan. Huh? He does his own stunts. Uh, there's this really cool stunt in his motorcycle and he like goes off the cliff and then he parachutes. That's him. They had to practice that. And, and studios hate insuring him because he has a high insurance. But the thing is, that, that means safety should be the number one. It's like we Okay, we can shoot... We and Tom insurance. doesn't like he doesn't like stunt double. He says I do it myself. But that's the thing. It's like either you gonna it's either Tom or the stunt double. Either way, if it's, if catastrophe happens, catastrophe happened to somebody. Yeah. And they're just upset. Oh, well, it happened to Tom. It's like well, okay, but there was a dude pretending to be Tom. The problem still exists. Now Tom doesn't like stunt double. He does his own stunts. That's why I like Mr. Cruz. Yeah. Thank you, Jack. <laughs> Jackie overhead. He he taking Jackie Chan's whole flow. Jackie Chan can't do what Tom be doing. Jeez. I ain't never seen Jackie Chan on a motorcycle jumping, jumping from cliffs and shit, or hanging from a cliff. Well, you like he watch, did in Mission Impossible too. Well, you didn't watch Rumble in the Bronx. They had a, they had a whole uh, fuck. What was that damn thing called? Mm, I can see it, but I can't think of the name of it. Mm. But no, I'm gonna hovercraft. Go. It was oh. a whole hovercraft in there. Okay. And then on it was that, one that Jackie Chan slid down a whole skyscraper. Okay. On that note, I'm gonna end this show. I'm going to go to the kitchen and do my wifely duties and cook Sunday dinner. She keeps saying that. I've never said it before <laughs> in my life. So let's not put that out there. Yes, yeah. No, I have not. Yeah. So I'm going to go do that. I also have a round of water, so I'm quite thirsty. Mm-hmm. Like my throat is, my mouth is dry. She's a little thirsty, so. Oh, you know what? On that note, <laughs> I hope y'all have a wonderful week. Um, have, have a, even though this is going to be released at the end of June, like this week, have a happy fourth because mm-hmm. that is next week. And we will catch y'all later. Bye. Bye.